following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. gentlemen welcome back happy friday guys we're to the end of the week and we are just about at the beginning of nfl week five. i mean we're we are at the beginning of nfl week five uh as we speak the broncos are playing the colts naeem hines is out with the concussion isn't that right jason yeah currently just happened he's got one catch one carry five yards and one carry for three so 50-50 shot of where it happened, but he's probably not coming back. Probably not. Not with the current state of the NFL and concussion protocol at <laughs> yeah, the current no, moment. The, the uptick on players actually being called out has been insane. Um, it seems like they're definitely being a lot more cautious about who they allow, when they allow, and how they allow them to uh, return to games. Rightfully so. But you're listening to Fantasy Beast where to find them. I am your host, Kyle Ranney. That, as you've heard, is our co-host, Mr. Jason Halt. How's it going, everybody? And uh, we're back to talk about week five. Players we like, matchups we don't, things you should do, things you shouldn't do. Jason, anything you want to start it off with? or um, I'm just trying to we find can, we can We can start it off with a shout-out to our sponsors. Yeah, we can do that. We've like got that. Uh, Kyle over at Chicken Dippin'. Check them out. If you uh, are a football fan who also happens to like chicken wings and pizza... Mainly chicken wings. Yes. Or if you're a football fan that likes to smoke cigars on occasion, like our friend George Chigger over at ChiggerEats.com. That's Chigger with a C. C-H-I-G-E-R-E-A-T-S.com. Uh, check out Chicken Dippin'. Uh, chicken underscore Dippin' on Instagram or ChickenDippin.com. One of the most revolutionary uh, ways that we eat wings over on our show, Spread Those Wings podcast. Uh, the Chicken Dippin' Almost bathtub ramekin is uh, it's game changing, guys. So check him out. Uh, check out Jeanette at the therapy sessions Buffalo. She makes me look pretty sometimes. And uh, like we already said, our guy George Chigger, number seventeenth ranked eater in the world, hit him up. But uh, yeah, I mean, we'll start this off here. One of the best matchups in football this week, I would say, is New England uh, at quarterback, at least against the Giants, the Giant or uh, against the Lions. The Lions are worse in the league against the quarterback. However, who do you play? Yeah. Because it might no, not be Mac. Really. It sure as hell isn't uh, Brian Hoyer. They placed him on IR. So, uh, I mean, I like Bailey Zappi. Don't get me wrong. Well, I like Bailey Zappi, too. He's we one love of our favorite, favorite guys, yeah. So, it might be Bailey Zappi getting the role again. He didn't have a bad game against a good Green Bay defense. Uh, didn't hit 100 yards. But he threw for a touchdown, uh, was 10 of 15 passing this week. I'll take that out of a very first time ever going in against a very tough team. Um, but, I, I mean, that's more of, I think, a flex spot situation. Um, next one, honestly, laugh it if you want. 
Zach Wilson and the New York Jets? Yeah, it is. The Jets looked good last week with Wilson. Yeah, they did look has got a good, good defense. Yeah. Wilson scored a touchdown. He hit the gritty. Yeah. He's trying to get with Giselle. I saw that. That's funny. But um, Divorce Tom Brady. It's hilarious. Another one of those guys that, like, you don't probably want to start him unless you're very desperate and have a lot of injuries on your fantasy team. So like if, if you started the year and you drafted Jameis and Dak, okay, maybe you're looking at yeah. you know a flex play here. But I like Zach Wilson going forward. Yeah, he's got a pretty nice schedule looking forward for him. So Anybody you got? Um, I was looking. I see the two easy ones here, Pat Mahomes and Joe Burrow both have favorable yeah, matchups. favorable matchups. I saw that. Derek Carr's supposed to have a good matchup. And I think that's more or less because we know they'll be throwing against Kansas City, right? Yeah. <coughs> we'll see if that continues to go from there, but I mean depending on who's starting in uh Saint or not the, for the Saints, I like that matchup. That's a good matchup against that, like, I mean whoever is starting 20, Andy Dalton or Jameis. Twenty seventh in the league. Jameis has been good in two of three mat two of three starts this year. Twenty and fifteen points. Uh the Tampa game being the worst start against a team that knows him, so take that with a grain of salt. Uh, Andy didn't look bad. I mean, it's Seattle. I don't trust Seattle. We just watched Jared Goff hang 46 points on them and still not win. I mean, and if you're another guy with, like, Dak or Winston down, you got Cooper Rush has been looking pretty phenomenal for a backup quarterback and fantasy It's a guy who I wanted to be so anti-Cooper Rush, and he's just continued to prove me wrong. Um, I will say, though, Jared Goff, we've already talked him up. He's fifth ranked in the league this year. Um... A bit of a yo-yo, a bit of a roller coaster ride. 15, 26, 13, 33. So, like, he's up, he's down, he's up, he's down. Um, but he hasn't had, like, a stinker of a game yet, and he's got a very favorable matchup with New England this week. And they're probably going to throw to have to beat Bill just because that's generally what you do against the Pats. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I like Jared Goff. I like Jared Goff and FanDuel, but he's very expensive on FanDuel this week. I do know that. Um, Carson Wentz, another one of those guys. I mean, a lot of other people think it's a not good matchup. The Titans are not good. In in FanDuel this week, Jay? Yeah. I have the Washington Commanders defense, Terry McLaren, and Carson Wentz in a stack. Yeah. Call me crazy. I don't trust the Titans. Yeah. I mean, I would, they haven't proven much as of recent they haven't came out and said with the Titans from last year. No. Obviously, they lost A.J. Brown. They lost Julio Jones. but They've lost players on the defense. They don't have they're not the Harold Landry. Like, it's it's not the, oh, we're playing the Titans who can hang 50 at any point. No, we're playing the Titans who can hang 30 or can hang 3. Yeah. Like, pick your poison. Let's remember when the Titans were good. Ah, I see what you did there. <laughs> um, I'll tell you this. I don't love Tom Brady's matchup this week. I know... I said that last week, Atlanta's been okay, but prior to last week, he hadn't broke 15 points. And he broke 15 points because they were trailing, and he had on cork. You know how many times he threw last week? Uh, not at the top of my head, I do 52 passing attempts. They ran the ball six times total the entire game. Like, That's like is it that he wild. had a good game, or is it just that they threw the ball a whole hell of a lot? It took 30-plus 30 completions to hit 380, or 300 and something yards for him. Tom Brady isn't there. It's just they had to throw a lot last week. Yeah, just Take throwing. that as an anomaly. 
Uh, obviously, I don't think we're starting Teddy Bridgewater at all. You already said Cooper Rush. They already called out Dak Prescott. He's got a decent matchup. Um, Cleveland, you're, you're not going to pay me enough to start Jacoby Brissett. I'd have to have a lot of people out to start Jacoby Brissett. Uh, I mean, Jalen Hurts is here. Not a bad choice there. He's got the Cardinals who have allowed a ton of points. You're going to keep rolling Hurts. Same with Josh Allen. Uh, on the other end, though, Kenny Pickett, I don't think anybody was, was willingly signing up to start him. I'll tell you this much, though. I think Pickett's a two-touchdown performer against Buffalo this week. Yeah, I could see it. Whether it be two rushing, two passing, I don't care what it is. I think he's going to do it because there's no tape on him. Yeah. I've been telling people that all week, don't get over cocky about the Bills this week. Pittsburgh still has a good defense, and Kenny Pickett has – Kenny Pickett gets to play the wild card. He, yeah. We don't have tape on him. Well, I mean, we don't have tape on him. We got You got college tape, which you can look at, but I'm also not scared of – as good of a rookie quarterback, but at the same time, we're lose, you can't count him out. But you it, would, it wouldn't shock me Sunday. to be shocked by it. Yeah, it wouldn't be shocked me to have him it, see it, course, Would it, would it shock touchdowns. you to see in the third quarter that it's 21-17 to 17 and it's a much closer game than we expect? Yeah, no, it wouldn't shock me at all. I, I think that could be where we're heading, and I think it could be. I called a 24-14 victory over on Beast Picks with Frank yeah. last week, or this when week. We're still a little banged up on defense. We're so. banged up on defense. They have a strong defense. And Pickett is the wild card. It really help. Or really, what's going to help us or not help the Bills would be if uh, what's his name, Micah Fitzpatrick or Micah Minka. Fitzpatrick. But Minka was on the injury report last week as well, and he so. ended up getting in, and he still made a difference. Yeah, but I'm just saying, if he's hurt and doesn't, that's play, that's a big deal. It's a big deal for the um, Steelers. Kyler Murray, tough matchup. He faces the third ranked defense. Lamar faces the fourth ranked defense. Uh, Matt Stafford, the sixth ranked defense. Lamar's a guy. Last week, I said, hey, he's going to probably put some production up, but you don't necessarily need to start him. What do you do? 13 points. You yeah, didn't need to start him. I, I said Lamar would be a top 12 fantasy quarterback last week, and he sure as hell wasn't. Um, Kyler Murray, coming off a good week. He's your sixth-ranked fantasy quarterback. He's only got one week under 22, or 20 points, but he's got Philly. Philly's been good. Better check for the double XP weekend, though. So. And Kyler might be worth sitting this week, whether it's double XP or not. Uh, but what do you think about running backs? Go over to them. Yeah, we can take a look at running backs. Another week. Another time you like this team. And uh, James Robinson, favorable oh. matchup again. He has been going off for Jameson Robinson or James Robinson. He didn't owners, do anything this week, but um, he's he, been on my bench every week. He's gone off. He did. Of course, you started him this week, and he put three yeah. points up, right? Yep. Uh, Philadelphia was real tough to beat those week. Philly held him to twenty nine yards on eight carries, uh, no receptions. I think he bounces back against the Texans. I think he goes ape shit this week. Yeah. Um, Elvin Kamara, if healthy, easy matchup. Keyword there is if healthy. Yeah, um, if healthy. Uh, again, he hasn't been great all season, to be fair. He hasn't scored over 10 points in a game. Another one I like, I mean, Devin Singletary, that matchup there is pretty good for Buffalo versus, like, the D-Sing run there. against the 25th rank. Yeah, 25th yeah. rank. So. Uh, I mean, I know they got a good defense, but they haven't been crazy against the run this no. season. And they haven't I, been that... Outside Hardcore of week one and week two, Devin Singletary's been a t- uh, double-digit point producer. Double-digit points producer. Plus, it helps Devin Singletary that uh, uh, T.J. Watt is out because he is a run-stuffer for yep. Pittsburgh. Um, I mean, the easy run here. Reminder, Stevenson still keeps getting carries. I like Stevenson as an option as oh, well yeah. as Damian Harris. Nick Chubb and Corey Hunt should obviously be dialed up. Super easy option. 
Josh Jacobs, I shit-talked Josh Jacobs a lot last week. And he made me eat my words. Um, 8, 9, 14, and then 37 points last week. The highest fan, or the second highest fantasy point scorer. Uh, Josh Jacobs gets an easy matchup against the Chiefs, who are 28th in the league against the run. Josh Jacobs has to have at least 20 points this week. Yeah. Um, Damien Pierce, another guy. Starting to really come into a, a, a league of his own here. First two weeks, it was like, a, hey, get ready for the actual top-end guys. Week two, he has 80 yards and a touchdown, 18 points. Week three, he has 131 and a touchdown, including a 75-yard truck to the end zone. 28 points for Damian Pierce. The dude's here. He's here to stay. Another one I like is Aaron Jones, because other than the Tampa Bay week, which Tampa Bay's got a good, they've got a Great run-stuffing defense. He's put up at least 16 points, at least 10 points. He had a 34-point against or week against Cincinnati, and he's play, he's playing the Giants. So. And I think even more reason to like that is we've seen a lot this year that Aaron Rodgers is not good, is not evading not, pressure well. Yeah, evading pressure. He's not really throwing the ball like Aaron Rodgers. The throws Giants the ball. aren't known as a sack artist team, but you're getting Kayvon Thibodeau back. It's like his yep. second game ever. You've got Aziz Ajulari, who's looked very good. Dexter Lawrence up the gut, the former Clemson product, yeah. had two sacks last week. They had seven sacks in that game. Oh, yeah. So what's telling? What's making me think that Aaron, who's getting older, isn't going to dial up Aaron listen, Jones? I already often. told our friend Frank that he's going to be arrested on Sunday morning for screaming at the TV when Green Bay loses. Yes. I, I could see it. I could They're in a position well to be let down. It's, 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 a, it's a neutral site. It's not like you're home or away. You're in London. You're in London. Nobody feels home. Nobody feels away. You both feel like, away. You're both feeling away, and you have to travel to get there. You're both traveling to an like for an away. A game. neutral site that's in London that nobody wants to go to. I think the Giants have at least done this. Like, yeah. the Packers have never gone to London. I I'm just, not a big fan of London games. I don't love it, but I love the idea of spreading the game. But <laughs> don't spread there. No, uh, we have no problem with the people of London. If you're listening from London, give us a shout-out. Give us a shout-out. If you have a fantasy team in London, I'd like to hear about it. Seriously, hit us up. Uh, but Khalil Herbert, I do like the Bears and Herbert because I don't think uh, Montgomery is actually going to be healthy this week. Yeah. I, I, love, I love him and I have him in the league, but they when he went down and missed the entire game week two, or week three, I was like, yep, that's going to be a long-term injury. And it was. Um... Austin Eckler looking to trend up still. A good matchup. I'm just going to keep asking when the Clyde edwards slayer train is going to derail. I know yeah. he's been over four, 15 points every game, but I just don't trust it that it's going to keep I going. I don't trust that it keeps going either because I, I am an owner of Clyde edwards slayer and I'm currently not starting him this week because I don't like the matchup with him this week. It's not my favorite. Plus, he hasn't been like he's been looking great, but once a receiver starts producing there in Kansas City. I think well, Edward Hilaire is going to lose and a lot of shares. Because let's, let's look at it on a realistic note. The first three weeks of the season, he had a grand total of 22 carries in three games. He had a grand total of 116 yards in three games. Yeah. That's not averaging a lot running. No. What bolstered him well is he had... Two touchdowns. He had three correct. total touchdowns across three games, two in the week, in the first week... He had three, four, and five targets for three, four, and five catches, and thirty plus yards on the ground or in the air on each one of these weeks. The Tampa Bay game, he has two touchdowns again, but it's the first week he's had more than ten carries on the ground. Like 
th- those numbers just aren't attainable. Yeah, he's, they're not he like... He isn't Austin Eckler. They're not like... Um, <clears throat> Consistent numbers. They're not, that's it. Their pass catching back numbers, yeah. and like you alluded to, it's because they don't have anybody else to pa- catch Capacity. passes. Some someone starts catching passes. There's Juju going out somewhere. MVS, else. Sky Moore, somebody, somebody. So. Yeah, I'm anti that. I I don't. I still cannot be talking to, to Miles Sanders either. Yeah, Miles Sanders is in such a timeshare with three running backs and a quarterback that you like you you feel like it's an easy matchup, and then Jalen Hurts runs for 152. Yeah, runs for like um, I don't, that middle of the pack running backs are just a mess this year. I guess I'm glad I went with the late round guys who I felt comfortable with instead of some of these high end guys like Najee and Jonathan yeah. Taylor, De- Derek Henry to an extent. I am all about. I mean, at least my strategy is sell on wide receivers because you can get great wide receivers and mediocre running backs that are going to put up numbers. But, like, so that's the thing. Even some of these mild end running backs aren't doing really. Like, guys no, who are in the mid-round or mid-first round aren't doing shit. No, they're not. I just happen to hit well. But healthy, my my three guys I drafted in the first round were Joe Mixon, Nick Chubb, and DeAndre Swift. Well, you know how it went for me when I played you. I, I think I played you, right? You, I had a 45-point game out of... Uh, Tyree Kill, and you had like a 42-point game out of Armani and St. Brown. My running backs probably yeah. had like 5, 15 points max. But my just wide receiver, I sell on wide receivers. Isn't that why I beat you, though? Because I happen to have more running back points so, that yeah. week. And that was it. Like, we both sold. That's our Dynasty League, too. Is that yeah. Or, yeah. Yes, that was our Dynasty League. Because you went high at receiver. I went high. Or I drafted Amonra. And, uh, it's just, yeah, I, yeah, I think I had a pretty good stretch in that draft. I think I had, like, the second or third pick, or I had the last pick or something. like. No, I had a pretty good pick. I think I had. Did you get Kelsey in that league? Uh, yeah, I got Kelsey and Tyree Kill back-to-back in that league, I believe. I believe yes. I took them stretch, like, first pick, second pick. Um, but, yeah, I mean, opposite end of the spectrum here. I mean, we, I, I would, sh- I would shit on. And I would do it again. I would shit on Zeke and Tony Pollard. But that's all the Dallas is doing with Cooper Rush is I running know, the ball. So like running the ball until that strategy stops, you gotta kind of respect and it. See, right? Lamb still somehow gets hurt. Yeah, I think he'll be fine. They said he was no, going, I know, and I know a... he missed two two uh, practices, but I think he'll fire up. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, another one of those guys you kind of hate it. You don't like it against the Niners. The Niners just held um, everybody really well there. But McCaffrey just continues to produce in the weirdest ways. Um. The week week one, 15 points, 10 carries, four catches. Uh, week two, 15 carries, 102 yards, four catches. Week three, 25 carries, 108 yards, two catches, seven yards. His lowest point of the, points of the year. Week four, his highest points of the year, eight eight rushes, 27 yards, nine catches for 81 and a touch. Yeah. Like, like he's, he's kind of back... To McCaffrey, but he's giving everyone heart attacks about being healthy. Uh, you definitely want to fire him up, but like, it's not pretty. Uh, a guy who I like on radars, but I'm not telling you to put in matchup yet. Tyler Algier. I've been talking about all off season. Yeah, we've been talking about him. Do you see his yard per carry average last week when he had to come in in relief? Uh, I'd have to go check it out. I'm not great at remembering 8. things. Eight point four yards per carry. I mean, that's all you can ask for. Oh, that's can ask more than you can. Score. That's yeah. college numbers. Yeah. That's phenomenal. That's what put Damian Pierce into being such a big deal. Pierce had nine plus yards per carry last week. Like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you it's going to happen consistently. 
but if I'm if I'm going to get six yards per carry and you're going to start getting him into the 15 to 17 carries while you're missing Cordero Patterson, yeah, that's going to be a good week for me. That's 10 points minimum plus your hopeful touchdowns and any catches. Yeah. So I really like the option here with uh, Algier. It's a guy I talked up a lot, and he's finally doing some stuff. Uh, unfortunately, what else you got? Um, fortunately, the next my next one <clears throat> it won't really help you because it already the game's already playing. But I like the matchup between uh, what's his name? I'm Melvin Albert Orkin. I'm terrible. Albert Okpagwano. Yeah, Oak tight ends here against the Colts. Yeah, I moved to tight ends. I'm sorry against the Colts because the Colts have let up a lot of yardage to tight ends this year, and it's just this is the make or been, break here because yeah. Okpagwano's been almost a disappointment to this point. Yeah, and everybody expected so much more. It seems like Russ is finally getting comfortable there. Um, I mean, he had no targets last week. His his biggest game was week one. Um, but, like, you're finally kind of getting comfortable. Hopefully, I'll pick one of them kind of calm down. Um, I like the option. Let's. I mean, we'll look back at it. We'll be able to add to this. But hopefully but just, he comes out. I think just looking back, the Colts have let up a lot of yardage to tight ends. And yeah. I like that matchup. As long as Russell Wilson can get him the ball. Yes. I like that matchup. I mean, let's let's Sorry, uh, let's, let's cross over here and see if you're right. Considering we're probably at the end of the first quarter, we are towards the end of the first quarter. Denver's up three nothing right now, and uh, one of them hasn't been targeted yet. Well, <laughs> we, that's Russ's fault. Yes, he's only, to be fair. Russ has only thrown eight passes. Yeah, so I'm, let's blame Russ. Ben sacked once. Get, get in the ball. He'll have some yardage today. So. Actually, it sounds okay. like they had an abysmal second drive there. Yeah. Uh, Russ was three of. Russ was three of four. For thirty yards, on the spot. Yeah. And one rush for eighteen yards after the first drive. Okay, thanks, Russ, for proving me wrong. I don't blame. Uh, but our boy here, just Russ. No, 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 no. After after that first drive, he's now four of eight for thirty-two. So he has one reception or one catch after that for two yards. Uh, Naeem Hines officially off for the rest of the game. Yeah, I saw that. Um, but I mean, other tight ends. I'm intrigued. Here I should be able to switch it because I didn't see it. Right. Calm down, West Coast. Uh, I'm intrigued by this one because he actually had a good game last week. Finally, and it's trending upwards. I'm gonna say Adam Troutman with New Orleans. Yeah, he had a couple of his catches last week. He almost got in the end zone against Minnesota. He's got another good matchup here against the Seahawks. I'd love to see Troutman finally fire up. Kyle Pitts. I know the running joke. I know it's haha. You know they aren't using them, but Tampa's got really good running game. They don't allow running backs to get much, and Atlanta's entire offense is run based. Yeah. Maybe switch it up. Maybe have something that's not on tape, and let's let Kyle Pitts go ape shit this week. Yeah, I think it would be a smart move to get him the ball. You have to. You got to. You People know? are deserting him for no reason. Yeah, <clears throat> selling him, and I I'll take him. If I like I like it. Tyler Conklin. He's the eighth ranked tight end. Uh, yeah, I was he's out say, of the Jets. I like him out of the Jets. Tyler Conklin has a great matchup. Logan Thomas. I was is, just I was looking at Logan, I like Thomas Logan Thomas's well. matchup. Logan Thomas has been a super middle of the pack player. He's very touchdown dependent, but he still averages like four and a half targets a game, which isn't bad for tight ends. No, I mean his worst game was against Philly, but Philly isn't Philly really good against covering yes. tight ends? So, yes, this like, year they are. Uh, the guy who I'm also going to look to because we're starting to see him trend up. TJ Hawkinson. Yeah. We talked about that on the show here last week. TJ Hukamazoo. TJ Hukamazoo. Uh, we talked about that on... Well, that was TJ Hushmanzada. That's, that's him now. No, it's not. Uh, we talked about that on the show about really liking Hawkinson's upside last week against Seattle. And what's he do? He's the number one fantasy scorer in the entire league yeah. last week. 
41.9 points, 8 of 12 catches thrown his way, 179 two touchdowns. I mean, he's not going to keep being this player the whole year. No. He's a talented tight end. Talented tight end, but it's... It's matchups. It is like Seattle is, hasn't been great against the tight end. Exactly. The things you got to look at is that what they're playing, the teams they're playing, yep. what they're good playing against that. I'll position. tell you this much: so certain so. certain people like like <clears throat> New England, uh, like Janu Smith and Hunter Henry have not deciphered who's a good tight end, who's not, and they can't yeah. get the ball out. So like, I don't care who the tight end is there. I'm not starting either of them this week. I mean, I'm not starting a lot of people from New England until that quarterback situation gets its way figured out. Even though Mac Jones, I know Mac Jones is their guy. But, like, when you got Bailey Zappi and you're rotating quarterbacks, well, you don't that's get that still because of the repetition. high angle, though. No, I know, but you don't, I'm just saying you don't get that repetition with a quarterback like you do practicing every week with Mac, like you do practicing. You just don't get that I'll tell you connection. this much, injury or not, you want to fire up De- uh, Darren Waller this week. Yeah, I like He's him. got a good matchup. He He's another one of those guys, high target share. He's yeah. had six-plus targets a game. Derek yeah. Carr might not be targeting Devontae Adam, but he sure as hell targeting Darren Waller. Um, Cole Komet. I think you can sleep on him. Cole Komet uh, has had eight targets in four games. Literally two targets a game. And they're, and they're saying Travis Kelsey doesn't have that great of a matchup against the tight end like this week. He's 21st, so like, but it's not great, but it's Travis it's Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. So a guy who's averaging nine targets a game, even if he catches seven, he's probably taking him for 70 yards. It's a minimum of 14 points PPR. You're not going to sit Travis Kelsey. Jelani Woods has me intrigued just because he had a huge week two weeks ago. He had one catch for 33 yards last week. When they can figure out how to unlock him as a pro player, Jelani Woods is going to be a scary prospect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's a matter of figuring out how to unlock a guy with a six foot seven frame who runs faster than the wind and make him an, an, an adequate pro. Um, I would say I'd like you know, Mike Gusecki because Miami's got a good, a good uh, matchup here, but... It's Teddy Bridgewater throwing the ball. Yeah, and which I does think put a damper on it, but he also, hasn't been terrible. Here, no, but here's the thing. I want to say Gasecki had four targets last week. Yeah, and they were all when Tua was on the field. He wasn't targeted again after the injury. Trust me, I played money on that. It hurt me. Um, George Kittle hasn't done a whole bunch. Hasn't been George Kittle. No, he. I said last week to and you were will or you were able to sit him if you wanted to. I don't care if it's Carolina or not. we got to figure out what, where the Niners stand here. I'm not really too concerned about running George Kittle this week. I think once you get you, when you find which quarterback's actually going to be the one that's going to play for the rest of the season, you'll get your set. Well, I mean, it's, it is it is one. It's It's got to be, you have to have um, Jimmy G now because. Well, yeah, I'm just saying if Trey Lance comes back and they're like, well, oh, we're back, Trey Lance. He's done. Oh, that's right, yeah, he's done. That's the done. year. He snaps yeah, in on half. Right. Uh, Seattle's I'm been an interesting. Playoffs. Seattle's been an interesting uh, team here because Will Disley suddenly is a top tight end. Irv Smith Jr. Don't start him. I don't. I we don't even need. I no. Uh, your favorite guy, Dalton Schultz. He's been struggling a lot this year. Has been struggling a lot, and I am not okay with that. Well, so here's the other thing. For everybody that wants to talk up about how much we love Cooper Rush. Week one with Dak, we have Dalton Schultz, seven catches on nine targets. Yeah. Week two, three, and four, two catches on seven targets for a grand total of 18 yards. Yeah, like, so that's quarterback's bad. production like, does Like, Cooper Rush is not throwing at Dalton Schultz. Schultz is bench-ridden until, uh, until 
yeah, Dak until comes Dak back. comes back, or until I guess Cooper Rush decides to start throwing to him. But so Pat Fairmuth here, this is one of those guys I think we can go against the grain. Fairmuth has a very tough matchup with Buffalo. Matt Milano has been very good against the tight end. However, I think Fairmuth has probably fifty yards this week. I think he still has about yeah about ten points him. total. That's one of their top targets. Their their target share on him, outside of his worst game against Cleveland, where he only saw four targets. Has been ten seven and nine. Yeah, they targeted him early and often. They targeted him nonstop once Pickett got in the game last week. Yeah, and even with uh, Matt Milano being as good as he is with like covering the tight end, Pat Freeman is really talented. Pat Freeman is talented. Like we are a little banged up with the rest of our defense, so like covering, coverage, yeah. hunting, coverage packages. So I could see it. Uh, and I'll go with this one because I, I I talked him down last week. I'm gonna go back and double down on it. I don't care how good the first three weeks are. The Arizona game should have been better. I'm saying don't worry about Tyler Higby. I know what you said off the air about who Matt Stafford's throwing at and whatnot. And I know that he's had the highest target share for most uh, players. But, like, I don't love it. Is he really on free agency? Okay, I might have to go pick him up in this league, actually. Uh, Going forward, I think I want him. But I just... It's a real interesting run there and how you can fire things up. I, I don't trust – I just don't trust Tyler Higby this week. Yeah. It's, I mean, I'm terrible at remembering who they're playing again. Uh, great question. Who's the first pick? Let me – oh, no. They have the Dallas Cowboys this week. So, yeah, ninth. Dallas Cowboys, who's been pretty good, Yeah, like you said, ninth against defending – or on the defense, and they've been pretty good with holding tight ends, I think, too. Their defense hasn't been, like, letting a lot of... They've been riding that defense with Cooper Rush, really, so... i got to try to pull this up. Uh, quarterback, wide receiver matchups, week five. There we go. That's not the site we want. I open up a site I've never seen. Roto Ballers, quarterback... Wide receiver matchups week five. We'll breeze through this and call it an episode. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. Uh, Chart details the matchups we want this week. Uh, A.J. Brown, not necessarily a great one. Jamar Chase faces Marlon Humphreys, who's allowed 20 points a game. Yeah, which is great. Fire him up. Zay Jones faces Derek Stingley Jr., who's already dinged up. He's allowed 18 points a game. Devontae Adam gets Rashad Fenton, who's allowed 22 points a game. Which might be, is this the breakout game for Devontae I mean, he Adams had and two good, He's had two good games. No, he's had but great it's games, a matter but we haven't had like a... He hasn't had a, 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 like a that's Devontae Adam game. Yeah. It's, um, Steph Diggs has a decent matchup against Cam Sutton. Michael Thomas, if he plays, Tariq Woolen has been the biggest boomer bus player. He, we loved him on tape. He's allowed 15 points a game to, for, uh, to opposing corners. Yeah. He also has two uh, two interceptions in the last two games, and one of them was a pick six, which he reached 22 miles per hour running. That's awesome. That man is fast. Insane fast, yeah. Um, Terry McLaren gets Christian Fulton. I know a lot of McLaren owners are probably very distraught at this point. Fulton's allowed 22 points a game against. Start Terry McLaren. Yeah, start Terry McLaren. Um, Jahan Dotson, if he's healthy, gets Roger McCreary. He's allowed 20 or 14 points against. William Jackson faces Bob Woods, who's allowed 16 points a game for William Jackson. Uh, a lot of good receiver matchups this week. 
Noah Brown, not that I think he's going to be the guy, but Darian Kendrick's allowed 20, or 16 points against. T. Higgins sees Marcus Peters, who's allowed a lot of points against. Chris Godwin gets Mike Ford this week. Yeah. Um, where is... So, like, friend of the show, James Hangel. Yes. Asked Devonta Smith or Chris Godwin this week. Devonta Smith's drawing Byron Murphy, who's allowed nine or less points a week. I was going to say, I like Godwin, just because... He does have a fun, like, matchup. Good match against Mike Ford. Mike Ford's continued to allow a ton of points, so. Uh, Greg Dortch, who's actually looked really good with Arizona, he's got a fun matchup. Kyle Phillips. That's that's what I'm really intrigued by here. Uh, Kyle Phillips is out here against Benjamin St. Juiced, who's allowed 21 points a game. Yeah, and Phillips is healthy. The first two games when Phillips played... He had, like, 12 receptions. Like, Kyle Phillips is a sneaky play on Daily Fantasy this week. I actually might have to take a look to see if he is fired up and healthy, and that might be my go-to here. Um, I don't think I have him in this league. It's this league I've got him. I don't actually have him in either of these leagues. Um, there's too many Phillips. Yeah? Yeah, I... We Search. had nine of them on the team at one time. We did. No, it was Williams. It was the same thing. Uh, week one, Kyle Phillips had nine targets, six catches. Got hurt in week two, didn't play week three, and only saw four snaps week four. So he's still not healthy. If that dude comes back healthy this week, he is well worth my daily yeah, fantasy well play. Yeah, daily fantasy play, yeah, definitely. Anything else you got, though, this week? Um, Not for this week, really, no. Just... uh. Always talk to us, say hi, and jump on our Sunday jump on our show. Facebook, jump on our Sunday show, talk to us, ask us questions. Doesn't have to be fancy questions. I'll answer any question, really. Yeah. What's your favorite food? Spaghettios. Yeah. No. I mean, I do love me some spaghettios <laughs> and hot dogs. That's just the first thing that came to mind when you said food. So now they're not going to ask you questions because you're a liar. I mean, their spaghettios are good. They're great. Um. All right, guys, I think we'll call it that, though. We gave our, spo- our sponsor shout-outs at the beginning of the episode. Thank you for jumping on, chilling, and enjoying your Friday. Enjoy your weekend. Go win some money, and good luck in yeah. fantasy. Until next time, guys, you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts. We'll show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, guys.